person who acts in righteousness is righteous. I was having a discussion this past week with some friends of mine about an experience that we have seen with Catholics our own age. And I would argue this experience is really the same for any generation, though it's disguised in a different uh, garment with each passing generation. And that is the situation where a Catholic is not truly interested in attempting to be totally rid themselves of sin, but in reaching a point where they are at least not sinning as much as other people, or not committing grave sins more often than they might consider to be normal or forgivable. Essentially, it is the disposition that God knows that we are sinful, and so as long as we are making efforts to get better, it really doesn't matter in the end what we have done or if we have confessed our sins. But St. John in his epistle today is sending us a different message. The person who acts in righteousness is righteous, and whoever sins belongs to the devil. Now, I'm not attempting to paint a bleak image for you. God is, of course, forgiving and, of course, able to work with all of our unbrokenness, but he expects us to strive for perfection through the means that he has given us, namely the sacraments. If he didn't expect us to confess our sins, he wouldn't have given his apostles and thereby their successors the authority to forgive sins. And yet this was the first thing that he gave them in the upper room on the morning of his resurrection. Appearing to the apostles, he breathes over them and says, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Christ gave his apostles and therefore his priests the authority to forgive sins, not so that we can go to them and feel better when we're really messed up, but so that we can continually beseech the Lord for his mercy in the way that he desires us to ask. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, whose feast we celebrate today, put it in these words. The first end I propose in our daily work is to do the will of God. Secondly, to do it in the manner that he wills it. And thirdly, to do it because it is his will.